No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. everybody out there this is Aaron how's it going before you fast forward past everything at the beginning of the episode check it out I have something I need to tell you about this Friday April 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern time our friends in circles around the sun are doing something awesome this is an interstellar live stream featuring Scott Metzger Adam McDougal Mark Levy and Dan Horn and tickets and limited edition merch bundles are on sale now via fans.live forward slash cats. So you can go on your computer or your phone, type in fans.live forward slash cats. You can hook yourself up with a ticket. And then Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, you will actually see Circles Around the Sun play you a show from space. You don't have to think about how they did it. They did it. And you get to like chill out at home and watch an amazing amazing night of music so like i said go to fans.live forward slash cats and hook our brothers up man you know what they pour it all out for us man and right now it's super important to support these musicians these guys that pour it all out for us it's time to give them something back so hook them up you guys have you ever listened to soliman out of a chicken that you got at electric fish lights shit we probably will. We probably will if we order a chicken light yeah. from Electric Fish Lights. You know what you can do? You can go to electricfishlights.com because com. right now you're going, what the actual fuck are these guys talking about? You know what we're talking about? You're, we're talking about lights. lights that are made with this thing called IQ technology, which IQ is 30 technology. interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put them together, it's basically unlimited. The possibilities what, are endless. The possibilities are definitely endless. So what you do is you you let them know what you want, and like if you want a cartoon character or mm-hmm. your favorite sports team. What do we we have a sloth, a minion, a sports lamp, a fish, a, fish, yeah. a jellyfish. We have and an many of these lights in our house. Kind of yeah, decorative art deco. Art yeah. deco. Yeah, and they have these color changing bulbs inside of them. You can get a color changing upgrade. And you can get the upgrade that has a color changing bulb and a Bluetooth speaker on the inside. So 
This isn't just a light. This is a piece of art. It's functional art That's for your right. house. It comes with a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED bulb, a 12-foot cord, and a hardware kit to hang the light. And they're going to hook you up with 10% off if you put in the, the promo code... NSR when you check out and any NSR family member that gets the color changing bulb upgrade will get a limited edition no simple road electric fish lights collaborative poster jumps to life when you turn this light on it and you know you you want things to jump to life yes right life is good and lights are good light up your life electricfishlights.com promo code NSR this episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped Ooh. is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They Ooh, offer precision-engineered <laughs> tool for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, and No Simple Road has an exclusive offener, 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 Offer. No, we have a s- exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? What's this that? Is, we have a exclusive offer. <laughs> You're gonna get twenty percent off and free shipping with the promo code NSR twenty at manscape.com. And if you've heard the other Manscape commercials on No Simple Road, you heard me talk about ball toner. Now listen, <laughs> you you probably said to yourself, Aaron, what the fuck is ball toner? Listen, you ever had those days when your balls just don't feel right? And they, no, they're I a haven't. Little, little too sweaty <laughs> or a little dry, and it's just not happening. Spray a little ball toner on there, off you go. You ever had those days, Apple, when your balls just aren't smelling mm-hmm. the best? You know what you yeah. could do? You could get some of these wipes that they have from Manscaped, wipe them babies down, and ball off wipe. you go. I mean, they are, they are exactly like what they say they are ball toner and ball wipes. Exactly. They keep you fresh. And they even have the Lawnmower 3.0, which has a light on it, a, a flexible ceramic blade that won't cut your sack and you can use it in the shower this stuff's awesome man you guys go check it out manscape.com put in the promo code nsr20 don't cut your balls don't use the same clippers you use on your face on your nutsack wipes toner manscape your balls will thank you yes they will we're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor music masters collective they are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. week's episode <laughs> hey no no simple road family how's everybody doing out there i can't hear We're you doing good. there we go thanks guys <laughs> this is aaron this is mel and this is apple and i'm darwin that's that's that not darwin. how darwin sounds no. No. that is so not that, how a bad, that wasn't even a tribute or i don't no. know what that was what is, how does darwin sound <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's that what really even him either uh, that was weird look darwin is in a mood right now he is see i'm getting that no. hey this is Darwin. He's sultry. Darwin has infinite amount of voices mm-hmm. because when anybody meets him, they hear his voice too, and then they have they have a little Darwin voice too. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about that last night on the patio. He's got a voice for we yes. each have a voice for him, he and goes. he has a voice personality for each of us. I wonder if he does that with us. Oh, here comes Dad. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad. In his head, he plays the game all the time, and we just don't know it. Oh my gosh, that he would could. be great. Now you said him. I'd like to think my like he's got a hyper one because I'm the treat dude. It's like, hey, Apple, here comes Apple. Well, I'm Apple. I'm gonna give you treats. Oh, oh I can't wait to give Darwin treats. And I'm Dad. I always tell me what to do. Uh-huh. Wow. What's your voicemail? I don't, <laughs> You're not playing this game? I just can't imagine it right now. <laughs> like, it's not that spot. I don't want to. Hi, I'm mom. I'm mom. No. I love you, Darwin, more than anything in the world. You're my special boy. Oh my yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. Hey. It's, uh, it's, it's another week. We did it. We're back. Yay. This week's guest is Ray and Russ from Solomon and the Trey Anastasio Band. They have made music together for a very long time and have inspired, delighted, and made me enjoy myself a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You enjoy myself. Yeah, yes, we do enjoy yourself yes. and ourselves. Yes, we do. You know and this what? Mu- their music helps you do that. It, it really does. I was tripped out. When I first saw them, it was like, wait, where's the drummer? Or <laughs> wait, where's the, where's the guitar player? <laughs> it's right there. It's wait, Russ. Wait, where's the rest of the band? There's just a drummer and a keyboard player in Solomon. And if you've never listened to them and you go put them on right now, when you hear it, you're going to be like, what? How do two people make, make that, that much sound, much amazing music? But they do. It's nuts. And they then, use their time wisely. They do. And then also, I mean, with 2020, with all of its struggles and all of its stuff, 
I think the Beacon Jams and Trey Anastasio Band are one of the highlights of music for 2020. At least, I mean, at least for me, it it happened at a time when I don't know. I I, I needed something like that, and knowing that there was like new music coming like that all the time, and that they were putting it out there was. Super and that helpful. and that was no that was one that like a lot of people did streams the beacon thing that was no little thing that wasn't like hey tune in tonight for this that was an on I mean that encompassed a lot <laughs> of music and over that, many days and it was super cool like on the last night of the beacon jams to see Trey like do the flash mob thing and go yeah. walk out in front of the theater and hand that lady the mask and. Just the whole thing was really healing and and important. And I don't know that Trey Anastasio band has a special place in my heart because we saw them in Vegas at um, help me out, Mel. Where did we see them? Uh, Brooklyn Bowl. Brooklyn Bowl. And that show was so incredible. I had only seen Fish once when I went to see that, so I wasn't like a hundred percent familiar with what i was about to see and it blew my mind like they russ and ray and just that whole band is Isn't that where we met that couple again wait what trey anastasio band? What? oh yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like they're an ongoing couple in our life that we meet in the one different i remember being with all over that was the place. on the patio yes. okay yep. i remember yes. that i remember going to two shows with you guys there where we yes where we i didn't go them. to trey but it was no, two other ones where they were mm-hmm. there it's like oh yeah you again but that's when i started to realize how what the scene was i didn't understand what the scene was yet because i hadn't been in it what is the scene when the scene is the same people showing up to a, a, it can be a handful or whatever of similar um, like-minded like projects, musical projects. Mm-hmm. So the scene happens to be, you know, the dead scene or yeah. the Trey Anastasio or fish or whatever scene, mm-hmm. but jam music, let's just say. Right. right? Um, and so then, you know, say the jam bands in town for three days are going to do that. That's a scene. They're creating this, um, community for a short experience, you know, period of time. And anytime it comes around, they want to participate. So it creates that scene. Their participation creates the scene. And then people meet each other at the shows because they're like, they're like the same thing. And then friendships grow out of that. And I mean, that's how we met Jake and Bryn. Exactly. And you know, know each show you go to, you're Mm going to reconnect with those people. And that's one thing we missed in this last year. Yes. Is seeing some of the people that, a lot of those people you just mentioned have become our friends and we see them at home. But there's a lot of people we were starting to see a whole lot. Sam and those guys. Burns, Willie Burns. Yeah. Yeah. That we haven't seen. There's such a great connection through these shows. Really good connection. Yeah. You know, we we just talked to um, Mark Brownstein from. Disco Disco Biscuits Biscuits. today. And part of the conversation we had with him was about the pod style concerts and he's really down for it. And he made some really good points about, about the going to those kind of shows and how he likes that. And I agree with what he said on one hand and on the other, I don't 
because there's something really, I, when I think back to the concerts that we've gone to that I really love and that I had a blast at when I'm in the groove and on the dance floor with all those people elbow to elbow and sweating and there's something really special that happens in moments where you lock eyes with somebody that you've never met before and you're both having that that. same thing happening and there's like a knowing nod that happens and a psychic exchange and then you're on your way well the inability spreads yeah the inability to like communicate talk to each other like even if you're not in each other's space that's fine like being separated like isolated your own spot but like not being able to go over and be like, oh my God, that was so dope. Cause you have to, you know, maintain distance between mm-hmm. pods and stuff like that. So the connections that you make clearly can't be the same. Uh, no. Like that's, that just won't be un- until, you know, who knows until how long. Until such but, a time as yeah. pods are But you know, in Spain, been created. they did this thing in Spain where they did, they did a rapid COVID test. Um, and I guess you would go like maybe like in the afternoon even, and then people would come back and get their result and they went in and they wore masks the whole time and they did not social distance. There was like, it was like, it looked like an old concert, but with everybody with masks. So, so I read a thing today about EDC in Vegas. Oh, it's happening. It is. Yes. Wow. And what they're doing is if you can, sh- there's two lines to get in. One line is for people that have had their vaccinations and you can show your vaccination certificate and go in that line. Okay. If you haven't, you go in the other line, they're doing a rapid COVID test and they test and they have COVID sniffing dogs. What? Yep. And and everybody has to wear a mask. Okay. Well, I mean, EDC, that's fun. You dress up anyway. So yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. A lot of them are a war masks that they made up their own before anyway. If wearing a mask is what it's going to take to get me back at a concert, I'm fucking down. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get it on. Like we're already doing it anyway. So what the fuck's the difference? But my point is there's that moment of like psychic exchange that happens between people on the dance floor that is probably one of my favorite parts about being at a show is sharing that with the people around me. It's not a singular experience to be in that space. Well, and th- that's something we all, all of us love to do is, is mingle, take off on mm-hmm. our own. Sure. That's yeah. like, you know, take off in the middle of the show. Like I'm going down on floor for a little while. Yeah. See you guys Go later. Look at the merch table. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. I'm going up to merch or I'm going up to balcony. It's I'm going to go fun. get us some water. It's fun to go, find the different people and stuff and the this different just, sounds and that this is like the shitty part of like breaking up with somebody like when you break up with somebody you're like but uh, i loved going to that little pizza spot together you know or i love doing whatever together mm-hmm. this we we're we're breaking up with how the old style was and we're we're gonna have to yeah, wait the to old create style something new 
It was cool. <laughs> it was cool, but now we got to do something else. Well, so, I mean, I'm down I, to do that's this. what it takes. Yeah, yeah if that's like what it, said, we have to participate masks, no matter what. Whether, whatever. Yeah, whether you're going to get vaxxed, whether you're going to wear a mask, whether you're going to do a rapid test. I like test. the flaming lips like, where they're all in the balls. I, that was <laughs> like, dope. Mm-hmm. That was super it cool. It looked like a like, like bunch of hamster balls at a concert. I don't know, man, unless that, yet, that thing had air conditioning on the inside. That's there, true. Some bad things can happen that's at a show. That's true. Yeah. I, I could just see like, I, I'm so hot. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. Man, this bubble sinks. And yeah. <laughs> farting in there. Oh my God, dude. It would be a nightmare. Halfway through the show, burping. I need it's to get out of my bubble now. With, man. You'd be popping that bag to get out. People be yelling at you. Security be running over, pumping air back into the thing. No, thanks. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think like at some point we're going to have to get back to. There's no elbows going back. with each other. There's no going back. Got to rub elbows again, man. Yeah. But going I think forward. people do but rub elbows now. Forward. That is where they going they forward. Yeah. That can happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, th- there's a lot of optimism right now in all of the spaces. Like bars and restaurants are opening. Like there's a lot going on. I I, I drove downtown yesterday and there was it was popping. Like I have I have an announcement for everybody. There was concerts announced here in in Portland yes, that there we're, we're actually going to like July. real drive-in style live music concerts at Hornings Hideout. Um, well, the Garcia birthday band was announced and is in Vegas oh, or not Vegas. <laughs> sorry guys. Wow. I don't know where my head was at in Portland, <laughs> which is happening this upcoming right. weekend. But, so um, Yonder Mountain String Band and the infamous String Dusters are playing at Hornings on July 17th and 18th. Is that correct? But it's Green Sky first. No, no, it's not. Um, it's yonder. Is and, it yonder and, and, yeah. first, and then Green first, Sky and then the twenty eighth. Okay, that's and okay. then the and then Green. The next Tuesday is Green Sky Bluegrass. So Yonder Mountain String Band and the Infamous String Dusters one week. Following week is Green Sky Bluegrass. If you haven't got tickets for that, you need to get your tickets immediately because they're selling out. I think the first couple of rows already sold out if they aren't already done, and. uh yeah, man, we would love to see your smiling faces there. We're going to be there. Um, I'll, I'll probably put up our flag yeah. somehow. What you, okay, the, yeah, the 20th and 21st, first Tuesday and Wednesday is Yonder. And then the, the 28th. The String Dusters, 27th and 28th, which is also Tuesday, Wednesday, is Green Sky. Yeah, man. And so we're going. We're That's going to be our first, like, real, I'm doing air quotes, show since... Um, Andy Frasco and Umphrey's well, McGee. I mean, there might be something before July that we would go to. Yeah, that's the first one on up. the books. Mm-hmm. And um, I have something else to tell you guys about too. If uh, if you're on the No Simple Road newsletter, you know about the the class that's coming up here. Oh, yeah, we're hosting Jeff Firewalker Schmidt, who is a um, curandero, medicine healer, PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, martial arts expert, a musician. Yeah. He's a Renaissance man. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's one half of St. Disruption with John Medeski. Uh, he is flying out from Asheville and coming to the No Simple Road studio. And we are hosting a, uh, a class, um, Sovereignty and the Warrior's Path, Opportunity in the Time of COVID-19. And... Um, you can go to nosimpleroad.com and sign up. This is June 4th, and you can 
if you're here in Portland, there's 15 spaces available that you can come to the house and uh, see the lecture here, the class. Or if you're not here, you can sign up at nosimpleroad.com as well. There's two options when you check out the in-person and then the online. So like I said, there's 15 spots available, so they're going fast. Get them. If you're here in Portland, get your ticket so you can come check it out. Um, yeah. So you guys, mm-hmm. that's that's something else, man. That You know, we talk about magic and, and manifesting and all that kind of stuff here and this thing happening is a prime example of the universe making something happen. It is um, exactly what we're talking about when we talk about that kind of thing. Oh yeah. It, uh, this wasn't something that like we sat down and masterminded months ago and da, 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 da. this is something that just, we had a interview with Jeff. Um, Jeff felt a call that he wanted to do something with us and this is the thing that's come out of it and man i'm just saying if you listen to no simple road and you have had a difficult time with 2020 and you feel in that liminal space between like knowing what to do and not knowing what to do and just feeling feeling it sign up for this thing this this also um if you're feeling like you need a little bit of like empowerment. Maybe it was a rough year, but maybe you actually had a good year and you need to like, you want to get involved. You want to help yourself so that you'll be able to be more um, fruitful and helpful to those around you. This is an excellent opportunity to like up your own personal game, give yourself some strength. Um, whether it was a good year, bad year, indifferent, like I think all everybody needs extra energy right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a little bit more clarity on what to do for themselves. Everybody could use some, um, you know, ancient and really beautiful um, lessons. Yeah. So it, in a, the modern times, a by couple the way. of the bullet points from the from the flyer for this, we will learn internal energy processes for gr- grounding and clarity, ways to release fear from the body. Methods to access more energy, techniques for connecting to the earth to achieve insight and connection, native and mystery school understanding of this period of planetary evolution. That's fucking awesome right there. Prophecies from numerous ancient cultures about this time. So those aren't little things. Those aren't like, you know, sorry, my mic is tripping. Well, what basically, um, if you do listen to the show, this is exactly... Like we're behind this, like Aaron and I are behind this. We're like an apple. Um, This is the exact kind of thing that like when I say I want to put my name behind something great, Mm -hmm. like this is what I feel like I'm talking about. Yeah, man. And it would be super rad if our family family showed up in force and like supported us and Jeff and each other. In mm-hmm. a in a weird time that we're all in, we we are. Yeah, and it's only thirty five bucks. Like it's thirty. Right? Oh, it's thirty bucks. Look yeah, at that, guys. I think. Shit. Now you got me Gosh, second guessing. We don't, I don't know, even know how much my own thing is. It's under forty bucks, everybody. Yeah, that. It's no, under I'm forty. Check it out. Hang on a second. <laughs> it is some dollars. <laughs> Hold on. It, let's do in the, person. The point is, is that it is very, very easy to obtain and come spend some time with us and with Jeff and be in a really strong, um, 
energetic space with us. I got it. It's 35 bucks. If for the in-person, like I said, there's 15 spots and it's 20 bucks if you do the online and listen, seriously, and I'm, I'm throwing this out to all of you out there. If you really want to attend and you can't afford it, send me an email at info at nosimpleroad.com and just tell me what's up and I'll make sure that you get in. All right. I, I, I don't want there to be like somebody out there that just can't fucking afford it, but really wanted to do it. That's true. Just hit me up, man. And, and we'll make sure that you get, get a code to get in. Cause that's not happening. Not with this family. Yeah, We want everybody to <clears throat> yeah, this, be a part of that. And just so you know, like all the money that we make from this goes right to Jeff and his project and his projects in St. Disruption and all the other stuff that he's doing. So this isn't like NSR trying to make a buck. Um, this is us just trying to take care of the family and, and, uh, spread some knowledge and some love out there and make sure that we're all ready to keep grooving into the future and help each other out, man. So With yeah, a strong, solid foundation. Boom. Like that. You know, a few weeks ago I was like, well, I guess it's more than a few weeks now, a while ago. I was like, I want to <laughs> start bringing stuff <laughs> to the family that'll help them out, man. And looky here. Lo yeah. and behold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been doing that over three months now. Yeah. Started in January, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it was a new year, our our New Year's resolution, and we have held to it. Yeah, for real, for real. So, yeah, you guys, um, like I said, nosimpleroad.com. Just scroll down a little, you'll see the banners. And uh, also, this is, wow, we have a lot of news this week. Um, a lot happens. Yeah, a lot's <laughs> going on. Also, this is the week for the TAM Integration Psychedelic Ooh family integration jam and uh nsr is speaking on friday night at 5 15 p.m pst pacific standard time um so if you haven't signed up already go to nosimperoad.com too and you can scroll down you'll see their their poster on there you can click on it and it's and free register. you guys well the it, first night yeah is the first night. first time's free and that's when we're speaking so if you want to see us make sure you do to do that um, and then you can buy either the live package, which is you are able to go to, you know, the classes as they are happening. And then you can also do the um, lifetime. Dude, they, um, they've got everything from like shaman to like integrating psychedelic experiences with aliens. Creating a sacred <laughs> altar. Like there's so many. The, the people that like even like, well, like he said, you get a famous you're, you're a famous LSD maker once you get busted. Once you get, but yeah, they yeah. even have a couple of chemists, LSD <laughs> chemists. Yeah, so it's four days of really um, beautiful people speaking about psychedelics and integration and things that are helpful and things that maybe you could use in your tool bag coming out of one of those psychedelic experiences. So yeah, that's the that's the workshop portion of the No Simple Road yeah. intro this week. <laughs> Um, we just, we were expanding you guys. We're, we're doing a lot of, uh, we're we're not just doing the podcast anymore. We have other, uh, things that have kind of landed in our laps that we've manifested that we're a part of that we're super proud of. Um, and that takes a lot of time. Yeah. But you know what? The show is first and you guys are first. Yeah. And, um, bringing you stuff like. Ray like, and Russ and yeah, this is a great interview. Dude, we, we have such so good feels on this many interview. good episodes yes. for you guys coming in the next few weeks. Like, oh my god, I just want you to listen to all of them at once. You know what's my? We just do a dump. <laughs> my favorite thing is um, 
knowing that someone listens to No Simple Road and they've heard more than one episode. Hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite part of doing the show, Apple? My favorite part of doing the show? Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite thing is is learning, learning new things, music, thoughts. It is learning. That's mm. cool. I that think that's cool. what I would say. Yeah, learning about new bands. I get a lot of input from that from people that listen. You know, man, you introduced us to another one, another one. It's like, hey, <laughs> we too. got introduced to it too. It it's it's like an incubator for mm. new yeah. like thought and music and everything. Mm. So yeah, learning. Um. I think my favorite part is the feeling of not knowing what's going to happen with it. Yeah. Yeah. Unpredictability. That's cool to hear you say, because usually you kind of, I have no fucking idea. Usually you kind of like to have a, like, like need a plan or something. Well, I have a, I mean, I have my idea of what I want to do, but like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the more we talk to musicians, the more I realize that this is a jam band. This is that we have like a framework and we get, and it's like, Hey man, you want to join us on stage? Yeah. And we get in here every week and we start, we have a framework of how we do it. Like we're going to do the business today. We're going to do an intro. We're going to do the commercials. Right. Yeah, couple, but anything that happens in between that, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> no, I we didn't plan any of this conversation. Uh huh. Remember? Oh yeah, when, when I wrote we were... it all out an yep. hour ago. Yep. No, we <laughs> don't plan the, any. This is after our fifth rehearsal. That's right. Yeah, this is the sixth run through. No, so this is a lot like that, and I like that feeling of not knowing where it's going to go, and like the unpredictability of it. And sometimes I've noticed that we'll record like this. And when we're done, I'm like, nah, that, that was lackluster. Like I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. And then I'll listen to the episode when it comes. I'm like, that was fucking good. I've realized I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I realize is a lot of those days we're in this room for hours at a time. We're exhausted. We're starving. It's like we have, we don't necessarily, we all, let me just say this. We haven't necessarily, um, hooked ourselves up before we came to the studio like our time we kind of ran out of time so we're only on like coffee or whatever Mm -hmm. so we get like famished and then we have to do like maybe one or two in a row we have to like do the intro so by the like when we leave this room we've done some really kick-ass work eyes are spinning but we're fucking we don't realize it at the time no it's so it's like i because i've thought that too i'm like that shit sucked i've said it to you guys Mm -hmm. and then listen back and i started to realize like that was a long day or what dang we were recording for four hours that day you get out of you're tired hungry like well and then like this like we usually do it on saturdays this is our the three of us it's our one mutual day off together so there's also that mindset of like i'm off of work and mm-hmm. we're doing this, so sometimes that it sometimes it's hard to like get the gumption going at first, and it feels like that. But then, like you said, you listen. I'll back listen back. And I'm like, like, damn. It's like, damn. We were, we're yeah. <laughs> I really thought that sucked, but it didn't. No. Yeah, and I mean, I'll just get into my week. Like, yeah, babe. I'm. A, I don't know, man. I'm. It started earlier in the week. Like I. I'm having, I'm in the midst of a realization. It's not fully baked yet. It's like been in the oven 
for a couple of hours, but it's got a little more cooking to go before it's tender. Um, I guess to put it into context so you guys will all understand the thought that I'm not speaking. Um, when we talked to Brownstein today, we were talking about like how he's done all this stuff with headcount and like starting it and a successful band, a few of them and like all the stuff that he does and the people that society would have counted out as burnouts or losers or misfits are the ones that are making shit happen now. So like, yeah, everybody grew up. If you didn't, I mean, if you took Peter Shapiro 20 years ago and looked at him, he was a kid with a video camera and the dead lot on acid. That guy's fucking running the game. Yep. Right. Changing shit, making stuff happen. Yeah. And, um, uh, I think that, uh, coming to my 50th birthday is making me retrospective Mm -hmm. and like I'm realizing that we're doing it like it's hard to accept for me that what I'm doing is successful for some reason even though like I can see it and I intellectually understand it i emotionally don't feel it does that make sense Mm -hmm. and i'm starting to feel it good and like it's not an ego thing it's like a gratitude feeling it's like holy shit and like that imposter syndrome of like feeling that you don't belong at a table, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then realizing that you've already been there, like you're there and there's nobody's questioning whether you're there or not. You are like, you're fucking scooching around in your seat constantly. Everybody's not even paying attention to that. So yeah, that is been on my mind a lot this week. And like, There's a million fucking podcasts out there. Like literally a million podcasts out there. Yeah, there's a lot. And like not all of them are on Osiris. No. And not all of them have talked to the people that we've spoken to or been the places that we have or done the things that we have. And that means something to me, you know? And... I wasn't giving myself credit for that shit. And not in a, like I said, not in like a (laughs) kind of a way, but like, wow, man, you did that. Like be proud of yourself and like have gratitude for the opportunities. And it just feels good to be building something real. Yeah. And, and like you guys out there responding to it the way I would respond to it. If I were you listening to me, Like, that's fucking dope. Yeah. And I'm just really grateful for it and for the opportunity and, like, the place that we've landed and where we're going, wherever the fuck that is. Like, it's dope. And the future of the music industry, and we're part of that. And we're moving into wherever the 
the whole scene goes, we're going with it. And that's really cool. And I'm proud of us. Yeah, and me it too. Feels good. That's what that I, that's what it's been on my mind this week a lot. That's excellent. That's it's nice to know that you're finally um feeling the rewards of a job well done. Because there's nothing right that, like to own that. Yeah, because think about it. I'm sure everybody can relate to some degree. Maybe you made like the literal grade, you got the you studied for the test, you passed it, whatever. But everybody's always on on to the next, on to the next, or not even that, just like you have such high expectations that even successes are like you it's an expectation there that you already met. So like no big deal. But when you can actually sit back and chillax, look at look what you've done, be more reflective, like you were saying, this is already an entire legacy that you've like if we stopped literally today there's an entire catalog of some of the best people in the music industry for people to go back and listen to these personal amazing testimonials and accounts of their bands and their lives and their families and their struggles and their successes like that's freaking amazing so I'm glad that you're finally feeling that because you that's part of the reward of even more monetarily is like personal fulfillment and, and mm. personal acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that monetarily it, thing hadn't happened yet. Well, yeah. I know. Great. That's why I said more than. I think we talked about this. It's like creating history too. I, I think about that. Like, like with the people we've had on, like say D- Dwayne Betts grandson years from now wants to hear grandpa do an interview mm-hmm. is going to search us out. That's going to be available for Nigel our, wants to hear. OTO. Yeah, Nigel wants to yeah. hear his dad talking and we're, you know, one of the people interviewed him and gave him a great platform to have fun with us on. We <laughs> always have fun it's, with everybody. We have it's on. a peek into the people's lives in a really great way. Like I love listening. I, I love and hate. I'll say that. I love listening to old episodes but I hate it at the same time can't do it because my voice and just sometimes I feel like I'm equipment drives me. The sound drives me. Like there's a lot of reasons why, but um, some of the early on ones too, that was three years ago. We're very, we've morphed a lot. Different people. It is like, listen, like some of the earlier, it's like, it's like when you look at a picture of yourself of years ago, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't even recognize this dude. Well, it's a trip. How was your week? Apple on that? How was I have? <laughs> on that note, my, well, first of all, I want to start kind of piggybacking on Aaron. I like what he was saying. And then the one thing I love, I mean, we are the, the three of us are no simple road, but we're also three individuals that bring ourselves to this and put ourselves out there and got feedback, got a, uh, we got an email from a listener, Paul out there. Like once a lot of times it's like, it's like no simple road. And then we also get things that yeah, thanking us notes. each individually. And this week I got one from a listener, Paul, that just kind of thanked me again for uh, being open and honest recently about my health problems and going to the doctor. And kind of he's in the same boat, same age, same boat, <clears throat> learning, you know, at 50. It's a weird boat. It is a weird boat <laughs> once you hit 50 and start realizing things. So that, that thank you, Paul, and, you know, everybody else out there, too, for 
being supportive of that because it's not the easiest thing to do sometimes and no. putting yourself out it's there. Not. But it, it feels so good after you do, uh, even without any feedback, it does. But then it's a relief, to have, right? Yeah, like John B. He, he reached out and was like, Bro, I've had a couple of the same issues too. Thank you for being open and honest. It's one of those of like this this platform, what we're doing also lets uh, lets all of a lot of listeners out there and ourselves know that we're not alone either. Yeah. In the things that we go through. We got a, a another letter too from David and I, I want to read it to you guys. Well, really, you're going to just interrupt no, I, I, on the heels of what Apple's talking about. We're getting letters. No, I, I guess want, I was, I want to read no. this letter. <laughs> he can continue. When I'm yeah, so yeah, no, no, we're on a strict time limit. Yeah. yeah. 12 and seconds, we have a sir. schedule. Okay. Yeah. I've been listening for a couple of years now, but NSR has become my go-to podcast over the last year. I look forward to the new episode each week. Recently, I've been going back and listening twice, like Jeff Firewalker and Gordon White. I've already listened three times. I read up on iodine and started taking Odorol based on your recommendation. By the way, nobody on this show is a doctor or any medical anything or a bunch of wooks. So, I'm not a wook. But... Just, but just saying. share what works for yeah. us. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, that's the disclaimer. And started taking Odorol based on your recommendation. It's been a game changer. I also really like the CBD tincture Sunset Lake makes. I've also become a big fan of Midnight on Earth. And Jake has taught me a bundle. Anyway, just want to say thanks and keep the good stuff coming. Look forward to your Asheville trip as I call it home for the last eight years now. And you'll love it here. That's from David. Asheville. Yeah, I love man. that Asheville comes up so much in our lives. It's like, wow, <laughs> can't wait till we make it back to Asheville. We have so many people oh, yeah. to meet up with back there. It is a trip, Apple, to get feedback from people that what you said did anything for them. Helped, yeah, especially yeah. when it's helped them and they're like, thank you, that helped me. That That's very rewarding. But on, on top of that, back to my week, uh, this, this month, I think I mentioned it last week, this week is our build up to 420, That's working right. in the cannabis Woo-woo. industry. We're going to, we, you know, the, it's not, we're still in the midst of this pandemic thing, so it's not a huge celebration like it's been before, but it brings people out in droves. It's oh, yeah. kind of like a Black Friday sale or something. People are lining up and want those deals, want their medication, so that... That is pretty much my month. It started April twentieth is your yeah, month. Yeah, <laughs> it's building up to it, making sure we're prepared and everything. So, again, if anybody that's listening is out in the area on four twenty, come visit us at Define uh, Premium Cannabis. Yep, at Define Premium Cannabis. And other than that, it was a, it was a it was a good week. Are you feeling very, any better? I was very man? busy, huh? Are you feeling any better? I I'm going back and forth. I, I've got I got a lot of. Uh, I'm feeling better medically, but headwise, still dealing with things. It's getting through this spring, springing and not up here where we've all, we were taught, we've all been talking about that. It's like one day it's like spring is here and the next day it's cold and rainy again. It's yeah. a weird transition. You can feel it when you're out there. The people right now, everybody's kind of more angsty because it's like it's time to part. No, it's time to go back inside. It's time to party. Nope. It's time to go camping. Nope. It, it's hard to know. And that yeah. kind of is in the air, and I've been feeling it. And until we get to four twenty, that's I'm always I was last year. I was it's just part of my job, what I do. I'm gonna be stressed out, and mine kind of not uh, all there until we're through this. But 
Other than that, I'm doing good. I have another follow-up doctor appointment next week, uh, taking care of things. Right on. We're doing our family nutrition like thing we <laughs> talked about. So yeah, we're doing we're doing we're you know we're do, we're doing things. Making money moves. We are yeah. making money moves, dude. The No Simple Road House got a fucking nutritionist. That's so I wanted badass. to bring that up because that is a manifestation of my own since I moved here. Yeah. With these guys. These, <laughs> these lugs. These, no, these wonderful men. I live with a bunch of really great men, but um, habits are really hard to break when you have partners that like the same habits as you. And so in order to get something done around here, we really need to do it as a group. Otherwise, it's going to be like pouring acid in a cut, you know, like it's just impossible to to do. Like, so I started with the whole nutritionist thing because Sydney mentioned it and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll hit up Magnus. And so I just threw myself in there because I was like, you know what? I'll do it too. I want to like heal my gut. I've already, I'm already doing good stuff. Let's just do it all the way. Then I start talking about it with the guys and Apple's like, I want Magnus to tell me what to eat. And Aaron's like, well, we all should do it then. And I was like, in the back of my mind, remember like one of those moments, like <sighs> in the, like the rewinding, like when you rewind the VHS, and you're like, you know, mm-hmm. and then just looking back at this, I, I want my guys to be healthy. Like I want to have strong guys. I want to like, why can't nutrition be our thing also instead of indulgence? Like I love indulgence. That's why I'm down to have fun. That's why we all need it. (laughs) But a good, healthy balance of both. But yeah, like, um, and I, it was too big of a task for me to handle on my own. I I just couldn't do it. I needed help. And I'm so grateful to Magnus because he's such a positive influence on each one of us individually mm-hmm. and, and then and then as a group that's the thing that makes this so amazing that's the reason it was easy for me because i'm not one to get into the health diet <laughs> anything like that or anything but it's because of our friend man he's, he's like our, our cousin our, our uncle he's a great person that came to our life years ago and has recently come back into it and is now doing the nutrition thing nutrition yeah. coach so he's just it's motivating like, like yeah. to look at let alone to yep to yeah. conversate with you know so i am very grateful for that manifestation yeah man we got some i bought a mace mm-hmm. steel mace i'm doing mace stuff and yeah Ryder bought some indian clubs some steel clubs so we're working with that and doing the nutrition thing dope yeah that's how my week's been it's been filled with um a lot of things, actually. A lot of movement. A lot of uh, movement, thought movement, emotional movement. What you made up with your mom? I made up with my mom last night. Everybody, this is hot off the press. Hot <laughs> motherfucker. I don't press. press. I don't look. Beep, 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 no beep, simple road beep, family. Beep, beep. I don't even know the whole story. The whole story is there is a woman out there, and I am just going to say her name because I am not going to promote anything. But I have been researching and really paying attention to this woman on Instagram, uh, Queen Afua. And she is a wellness um, and health coach and a lot more than that, but I'll just sum it up as that. And 
she is very big on um, speaking about womb health, W-O-M-B. Yeah, womb health. And one of the first things that she says, you know, she was talking um, on this show and she was like, if you're going to heal your womb, look at the relationships with your parents. How do you feel about your mother? How do you feel about your father? That you go go no further. Like every, you have come from a womb and if you are a woman, you have a womb and maybe possibly if you're a mother, if somebody has come from you, right? So you need to be able to heal these relationships that are closest to you. And right then and there, after I heard that, I called my mom up and I said, sorry that I've been mad at you and thank you for what you've did for me to get me this far in life. And she was quiet (laughs) and she was like I love you Flaka it was you know and so we just like had a really great conversation but um I've been holding on to a lot of resentment since almost last May about after my uncle died and um just over dumb shit that you know what I realize is what Queen Afua was saying is like we all do our best when we're parent we don't know what we're doing Mm-mm. we really truly don't and then these parents be- you become an adult and your parents are adults so now you're on the same playing field and you see them make mistakes from a level playing field and you chastise them consistently like they're a human being so what if they didn't act right one time or two times like they're on the road of life now, she didn't say this, and now I'm embellishing, right? But this is my. I was like, "Damn, that was a good memory." Mel. This is my like, interp- oh This is my interpretation of of, of <laughs> what, what she got, said. What yeah, <laughs> this God. is definitely like you know paraphrased. Uh, paraphrased. Thank you, babe. But um, but yeah, like I just that this is my realization. I guess is what I'm seeing in my head is like I'm I'm chastising my mom for the for one for the same mistake over and over, and then two for stuff that I had forgiven her for already and just like throwing it in the bag for this time. And that's not fair either. You know, like you brought up last night, the whole thing of it's your beef. That's right. That was really poignant. So, um, she also said, you know, you don't need to wait for your parents to come to you. You're healing yourself. You need to take action and go to them. She's like, this is your problem with your parents. So they may not even have known what they've done this time, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're being or, all stink and they have no idea yeah, what, at all. what the hell it is. Yeah. Maybe not even this time. It's just like, or at all. So like, here you are with this attitude and throwing your parents shade either above or below ground. And they, they may not even be aware of it. So I was like, mom, I'm, I'm, we're squashing the beef. And she was like, I don't have beef with you. You're my daughter. And I completely understand what she means. So it was literally my beef with her. I was mad. I was upset. I was holding her to this impossible standard that I felt like she deserved because that's how she used to treat me when she was younger. But I'm here to rise above that, not to stay at the same level. And I'm here to heal our family too. You know, it's not just her responsibility. Yeah. It's all of our responsibility. So, 
um, I just called her with the agenda to make up for good for once and for all. And I did. Well, I'm proud of you, baby. Thank you. I, and I'm glad that beef is over because I saw the yeah. um, uh, turmoil, internal, external. I was always stewing about yeah, it. Yeah, it was always yeah. under the surface. Literally eating me alive. Yep. And, uh, and now that that's not there, like this morning I got up with you. Saturday morning, Mel picked up a shift at work and I got up with her to make her coffee before she took off. And it was like five o'clock in the morning. And uh, <clears throat> I looked, um, she's boiling water. I looked over at her and she was just smiling, boiling water. And she looked over at me. She's like, I made up with my mom last night. Cause I went to bed super early last night. I wasn't feeling up to being awake. And uh, so I missed all of it. And I look over and she's smiling and I made up with my mom last night. And I just felt the like, weight of all the bullshit from the past few months just like gone i was like oh thank god it felt yeah. like that and she was shot out of a candle because she came out and joined me and Ryder out of the patio having a couple cocktails hanging out and mel came you just came like busting out the door i thought you'd gone to bed too and all of a sudden here comes all bussy she was I like usually you were like so like invigorated and wild she came out just like Wild I wasn't even high I, yet. Like, yeah, exactly. You were yeah. high on the moment and what yeah. happened. And it was just so good to have that healing happen and for you to be, you know, okay with your mom again. Yeah. Well, and, you, and to have that behind you and to get it out and share it with her. Yeah. Because your, your mom is a very special person. My mom is, and, dude, my mom is rad. And if I talked about her rad stuff as much as I talked about her shitty stuff, then nobody would ever know about her shitty stuff. Yeah. Well, because she's, she's very caring person. She's hilarious. She's always entertaining. She's down for whatever. And, she's, and since she's come mm-hmm. and lived with us here and then gone back to Vegas and come back and living with Melanie's sister now, she's actually, she's opening up. She's learning and she's yeah. letting herself learn. Yes. And she's taking down some of the guards and walls. We all have those. Yes, but we do. To see her do it, she is such a strong person. Yeah. To see her well, it's, open it just, to, open to changing period. and being better and stuff. And she's getting there and it's awesome to see. She's and talking for about you two to be friend, friends again. You're always mom and daughter, but now you're friends again. Yes. That's exactly that's what it is. That's, <clears throat> Yeah, man. I when Jenny was here with um, Brady, we did a little ceremony and we lit some candles and everybody had their own, you know, intention. And that I lit that candle for my mom for that was I I wanted to. I just didn't want to be mad anymore, but I just didn't. I didn't have I didn't have the skills to navigate it yet. Yeah, and I feel like Queen Afua was a catalyst for that aside from well, that, that candle was the catalyst the cat yes the candle was the catalyst queen of fua then she was an agent she of was the an universe. A, yes she was an agent babe she was an agent and she has been an agent for a lot of personal transformation and empowerment lately cool and i'm that's all i'll say about that now if somebody wants to know about it, you can text me or email the show or whatever but what I've been um, exposed that's all to, I had to say well, about because that. it's too long to get into. We'll be on. I'll be on this for another two hours because okay. I'm yeah, fired yeah. up about this. All right. But just know I had a really good transformational week. I had extensive healing, and I'm super grateful to have had Ray and Russ on the show. Yeah, man these these two guys. Well, I mean, if a chicken likes it, 
It's got to be good. Mimi yeah. likes it. Mimi yeah. likes it. We'll let you listen and they, you, you let us know. They Solomon just came out with a new new album called Mimi Likes It. And uh, Mimi, digs, Mimi it. digs it. Sorry, Mimi, Mimi digs, digs it. it. Yes, and, but, but uh, she does like it. And you'll she get, you'll like get it. that whole backstory here. This is great. Yeah, and these are two guys that are like, I don't know, man. If if there's a in the pocket for humanity, these guys are in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they really they, are. Yeah. <laughs> they are. And uh, yeah, I will just let's do the business yeah. and get them to the interview yeah. already. I mean, God, follow do you guys ever shut Yeah, follow business, us on Instagram at No Simple Road. And then, oh, if you want to sign up for the uh, newsletter, go to nosimpleroad.com and you can sign up. Or if you want to find out the information on the workshop with Jeff Jeff. Firewalker Schmidt in June, that is where you go, nosimpleroad.com. Also, the TAM integration sign up is up there. That is our events that we have going on at the moment. Um, Yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash nosimpleroad. Thank you. To everybody that has become a Chan donator. Oh, you there's guys. A, there's an army of you, and Thank we you love so you. Much. Man, you can go there and you can give a dollar a month. You can give 10 bucks a month, 20, 50, 100,000, dollars a month. An amount that makes you feel good when, yeah. it, when you see it come out of your check. 11, like, 11. That's rad. Yeah. yeah that's 11. why I like it when you or, see numbers or like 1008. that. 182, and you, you th- it makes you think, why is why 182? That's yeah. a special number to someone. 1212. Yeah. Right? So you could go on Patreon forward slash no simple road you can give as little or as much as you like and guess what that's how we pay to keep doing the show that's how we pay for what we do everybody yeah there is a lot of stuff and you know what it's because you guys that we get to keep doing it and we love it and we want to keep doing it and that is how we're going to do it so that's the spiel for the bucks. All right. If you want to do bucks. something for us, it doesn't cost anything. You Leave can, some reviews. Yeah. Did you look? I look. There's a, oh, yeah, look, on, on look, Apple Podcasts. Oh, we had that one. You know, uh, yeah, the, the March 10th was the last one we've had. But right. but there will be more coming in. Come we on. Know this, so. Somebody out there that's listening right now, you are our April review. Yeah. You could totally be that person right now. You, right there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. Go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. We'll read it next week on the show. Okay. And then if you want to call in. Tap it. 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. Operators are standing by. I got something in my eye again. Every time that happens. Oh. Anyway. Well, now you've got your finger in your eye. That's what's going on. I can see it from here. I can see your finger in your (laughs) eye as you're digging. You can call up and you can leave us... um, a show review. I know there's some people out there going to see Billy Strings. We've asked for a recipe. I mean, nobody's left us a recipe. You can leave us camping stories. I mean, there's so many stories. Tell me about the time you went hang gliding naked. Or a poem, a haku, whatever you got going. We're open to a hot leaving coup. A, a hot, hot, a hot coup, <laughs> uh, a, hot a coup. tepid purr, a warm bark. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want. Yeah, you got it. We're, we're not, we, thing is, we're not putting any limitations mm-hmm. on it. That's, do what you want. You know what? You just rename the line. It's not the tepid line anymore. No the limitations. No limitations the unlimited line. line. No, the, the no un- limitations line. No limitations, no limitation line. line. Yeah. Okay. Call the no simple road, no limitation line. Yeah. At 971-808-1524. There's no limit to what you could do when you call it. You no. figure it out. How do you like them no. apples? Um, yeah. So. Without further ado, the no simple road crew gives you Ray, Ray and, and Russ, Russ from Soda Bond. Look at that. All right. Welcome. How's everybody doing today? (laughs) 
I'm doing great, man. The weather's changing up here in Vermont, so it's you got a little colder, but it's it's good. It's good. The sun's out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finally, the sun is out. Yeah, those are my dogs barking. Heck Sorry. yeah, that's okay. We're dog friendly. Yeah, we are you dog can't, friendly. You can't Our see it. You might hear him right snoring a little bit. He likes to do that sometimes. <laughs> what kind of dogs are they, Ray? Um, but the, one's a Belgian Shepherd. The other one is sort of a I don't know lab kind of mixed thing. All right. And every time the every time the neighbors walk out to get in their car, they erupt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it'll it'll pass in a minute. It's cool, man. It's it's all part it's of the game. Shall pass. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Russ. No, I was gonna say it was funny because I was. We have I have like a little. I have a, we have our, some of our practice gear in in the front of his house. But I'm thinking the other day, it's like. Nobody's ever going to mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> Those dogs are rocked every time. <laughs> yeah, nobody's, Send out the hounds, man. Nobody's Boom. touching that shit. Well, <laughs> you know what? I got to start off with a thank you to both of you. Um, I know that uh, the last year and change has been a challenge for everybody. And uh, what you guys did with the Beacon Jams was medicine. Yeah, that's I Thank felt you. that way too, just for myself even. Yeah. Yeah, really? me too. Me too. It was a much much needed thing that went down, you guys. And uh I I don't know like doing something like that. Like you you just said Ray that you felt like that too, but while you're doing it, do you have any idea the magnitude that that's hitting people while it's going down? Well, we, we got a sense. I mean, it, you were there in a, a stage in an empty house. It was really weird the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we came to, you know, get used to it and kind of like it in a way. But we had the screen up there where all these emails are coming through and texts and whatever. And just the overwhelming thing was like, thank you so much. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was amazing. They, you know, my brother, my family, they're all like, now Friday is a thing. Like, I can't wait for next Friday. You right. know, what are you going to do? This, it became like a, it was great. Yeah, man. I just sitting home and having that come into the house and seeing you guys having fun made all of us feel like there was light at the end of the tunnel. And, oh yeah, there is. There yeah. is. So, you guys are getting ready to release an album. Is that what I hear? Yep. Yes. Yep. So, what's the name of the album? Uh the name is Mimi Digs It. So who's who's Mimi? <laughs> <laughs> Mimi actually is a chicken, or was a chicken. She's she's gone off to uh, Chicken Nirvana or wherever they go. Okay. Um, but she was we have a bunch of chickens here and uh, you know, for the eggs and we Russ and I would rehearse out in the barn in the summer and make a lot of noise and, you know, chickens kind of hang out, but they would all take off when we started playing, except for Mimi, when she would come in, I think she was either deaf or like, I don't, I'm not sure what the deal was, but she was just curious and, and we were working on one song and I finally noticed her there. And so we ended up naming the song Mimi Digs It, and that became the album. That's that is awesome so backstory. sweet. Oh, my God. Thanks, Mimi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So can you tell me, take me through, like, doing this in this style and the way that you guys did it, because this 
was this in a recording studio or no, this is at your house. Right. So. It, well, no, we worked up all the material. Russ chime in if you want. I, I realize I'm yeah, talking about, but sorry. Open forum. Open. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But we, we were rehearsing in the, in the barn and just, you know, during the pandemic, not doing gigs. And so we'd get together once or twice a week and just play and try to come up with stuff. And we ended up coming up with a whole bunch of material and just kept working on it, working on it. Still no gigs. <laughs> so eventually it was like, well, let's just make a record. Oh, wow. This yeah, that, that was kind of the mission too. But I mean, once, fortunately we, our last gig was like early March. So at least the weather was getting better. So we could go out in the garage, uh, the barn, open the door. And even then we were worried about, we didn't know what this, you know, even us just hanging out together was a good, you know, right. for the COVID, you know, so. Russ, did, you know, did we talk at the beginning of this? You know, I think we, in the summer, I think it was, yeah, it was, right. we, yeah, we were under the lockdown and we had just started rehearsing right about then, or maybe, right. you know, it was like, okay, I think we're safe to at least, you know, hang out a little bit. But matter of fact, we just did a video and, and I had, I had the mask on, but it just, it was, at first I was like, oh, I should take the mask off. But it's like, in a way it's just represents the time period yeah. of what, what's happening it's a it's a strange thing man like the shift in reality has been so complete and apparent for us all of us like i remember when this thing started seeing um commercials and stuff like with people with masks on and being like god damn that was fast they produced that stuff fast and it felt strange and now at this stage in the game, when you see that, it does. It represents a time period now. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. nothing yeah, wrong I was with talking, it. I was talking to someone. Uh, what were they saying? It's like, yeah, I was watching a movie the other day, and everyone's in this room, and they're all talking really close to each other. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> don't do it. It's it's really Where's weird. Yeah. Oh, oh, you see the captions like this was this piece was recorded before yes. COVID. Just yeah. the, yeah. Like a disclaimer. Thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shit, man. People yeah. got to be careful. You know, you get yeah. canceled or get in trouble nowadays, man. If you you put the wrong thing out there, you're done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's interesting talking about this because when we were doing the Beacon Jams, Trey was like he was hyper conscious of all that stuff. And the, like the only reason we could do it is because we got a special exception from the state of New York and the city. And they had very strict, like exactly how things had to be done. But when we were recording it, you know, for the live live stream, all the musicians would take their masks off. We, we didn't have to, mm -hmm. if we didn't, if we didn't feel comfortable, but everyone in there was tested, you know, every week, and it was like all very strict kind of thing. Like even at the, the, the last one where he wanted to have all, go out in the street and be dancing around with a whole bunch of people and the, the city said, no, you just can't do it. Yeah. How did, how did the Beacon Jam start? Um, I believe it, Trey told me that it was, uh, he was looking around for like a, he wanted to do some kind of live stream thing, looking around for a black box theater. And oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Richard, uh, the tour manager, accountant, sort of good, good man. Friday does everything. He was friends with the owner of the, of the beacon and was talking to him one day. And, and the owner of the beacon, I can't think of his name now. He's some famous guy said, well, why don't you just use the Beacon Theater? 
because no one's using it and we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you for free. And just, and it was, so that was kind of a no brainer. Wow. I said, okay, we'll do it here. I, you know, I watching stuff like that, like I said, thank you for that. And in watching it, something occurred to me that maybe you guys can answer. I don't know, but as musicians that are used to playing rooms that are filled with people and receiving the energy back to you. And also at the end of a song, the feedback that comes through the applause and the cheering. One of the things that struck me about that particular stream was just at the and Billy string stuff too. Like at the end of the songs, it's just silence and, and you guys laughing yeah. and, and bullshitting <laughs> with each other. Is that an adjustment for you to get used to that when, when in an empty room like that? Yeah, I think it definitely was, but we got used to it. And like, like Ray was saying, we were getting some feedback from, from the, uh, you know, we had a big screen set up. So people are hyped up. And so you're like, Oh, this, you know, it felt good. I mean, I love having the feed, you know, playing the crowds, but, and you just, you know, for me, it was, it was every, every week was a bunch of different songs. So you just, got a lot going on your plate, you know, every week. Yeah. So yeah. And, and it was exciting. All these new songs like, all right, how's this? Got my little yeah. sheet once in a while. Like, ah, okay. I think I got, I know this one, but you don't want to, you know? Yeah. There was one, there was one night we, every song we played, like none of us had ever played it before. What? <laughs> I think it was like later on that blew my mind. So he like, just okay. comes to you. He's like, Oh, Hey guys, we're doing this stuff tonight and you just have to figure it out. Well, we'd have a, we would have, uh, maybe half a week to figure it out. And yeah. we were getting, we were getting together in, in rehearsal for a day or two before the show, just to make sure everything was together. Yeah. Um, but I, I would just add to what Russ was saying, as far as playing to an empty house, we were, it was cool because we weren't facing the, the actual house where the people would be. Oh. And that made a big difference. Cause you weren't looking at an empty house. Mm. Right, 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 right. We're looking at, you know, the stage. And after, I think after the first night, it became clear that what the whole sort of juju was going to be like a garage band, you know, like we're, we're just playing together. And so the enjoyment of just doing that with all of our friends, you know, we've known these people forever and, it just was really fun. It was like, it's music for the mm. sake of music. And, you know, people are listening somewhere, you hope. But it was just like, it's just fun. Yeah. It, it, it that can... sounds like a certain freedom of its own, doing it like that, yes. getting into that group, yes. playing for yourselves yep. and just yeah, having absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes across too, man. Like, and, and does with Solomon too. Like, it's such a unique thing that you two do together. It's so amazing. And there's a certain feeling to it that I don't get from any other music. Like that particular thing is its own special groove. Yeah, man. And um, I'm curious, and either of you, you know, just feel free to go for it. Like, how did you guys get started playing together? Oh, Russ can tell that story. Oh, well, I I, I used to live down up outside of Boston. So I played with a couple of Hammond B3 players and I love Hammond Hammond. So I had this vision when I, I moved up here. It's like, get like a duo together, 
And actually, this other guy was in this band with this Afrobeat band, Zebra. He moved back to Vermont for a while. And we played, but he didn't play Hammond, but he had keys. It didn't quite gel. And Ray and I, I, I run into Ray because we live pretty close by each other. So I'm like, hey, let's get together. And this guy had a club like an hour from here that had a Hammond in it. So let's get together. And you know, all you have to do is bring your clavinet, you know. And so it was one of these, let's, let's go have some fun. So the guy, basically, we get done. He had the book open. You guys want to play once a month? And we're like, sure. So we did <laughs> And then we, then we started getting together and working on, I, I got this beat, you know, Ray, I got this song tango. And we just do these home recordings and it was, it was, wow, it sounded really good. So it was like, let's keep doing it. So once a week, once a month, twice a week, you know, just is a slow climb. It was really cool. Very organic way opposed to like, we're going to start this band and we're going to like, you know, it, it was pretty cool. It seems a lot different yeah. when, when something happens like that. Cause I mean, the only thing I have to equate that to is this, but like, realizing that you're having a blast while you're doing it and then for no other reason than you're having fun continuing to do it and then on top of it like having any measure measure of success in the entertainment industry is like hitting the lottery you know so it's gotta it's gotta feel fucking amazing when that starts to take off right yeah and and for me at the bottom line is i've been doing an original bands for a long long time and it's really hard so you get to that point, even it's like, it doesn't have to be some amazing, we're filling like 2000 seaters. But the bottom line for me is, it's nice to get some money or they have a little success, but it's the creative process. Right. Like we, we work well together, the collect, you know, collaborating. And then that half the time is this, these songs coming out of it. There's the big joy right there. Or just when we were recording and just, we listen back like, wow, that's, that's really damn good. <laughs> so we watched, uh, oh, yeah, so it was- a live stream last night of a band, this band was special and they, okay. they covered a Primus album and it was amazing. But the, my point in telling you that is watching these guys play together. It, the thing that kept coming to my mind is how much fun it must be to see your friend absolutely killing it, playing their instrument. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, that, definitely. is that like the best feeling in the world when you guys are sitting there facing each other and like, Russ, you'll see Ray just go off on something. Do you get like so jazzed from that? Oh yeah, definitely. And and when the tape is running and you listen back and you're like, we did that. I remember this. The, it's kind of like kind of like the single. It's called Tiny Land. We didn't have an ending. I'm like, oh, let's maybe let's fade it or whatever. So we just kept playing, and then we're like, we don't have to fade it now. That ending's amazing. Oh, <laughs> it just it just turned into you know. It just and that's kind of why you still it, it still hap- it happens right. like that all the time. You know, it's yeah. really cool. Ray, do, the, you know. do you ever listen back and like think to yourself, "Holy shit, I did that!" Like that was that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well, sometimes you know, I like I like the happy accidents a lot. You right. know, yeah, that, that to me is what really makes something turn a corner. Because if you're if you know exactly what it's going to be as you're playing it, then that's what it's going to be. Right. <laughs> and, uh, that's but true. if you close your eyes and jump off the cliff, you know, it, it. You never know. You can fall on your face, but then you get up and you keep going. But sometimes you can just fly a little bit. It's it's great. I love that. Yeah. What, Mel? It's just amazing because you said something earlier, um, getting together one to two times per week and you created this album, this new album. That's not a lot of time together. 
I mean, there's 24 well, hours in a day. Maybe, you know, maybe what, like a two to three hour session at, at best? Maybe more. Okay, yeah. maybe say four. So maybe eight hours a week. And you guys are creating something that is timeless. It'll last forever. And that's not a huge time investment. It seems like for what you're creating, it should be way more time. <laughs> well, I, I, I would say, yeah, you're right. And the reason is that the time that we're together playing is we've already been working on the music. Like Russ comes up okay. with these grooves and he spent his whole life, you know, figuring this stuff out and me with, with my music. And he says, here's a groove. So I'm like, well, I have an idea. We'll get together once and say, well, this could be a baseline. This could be this. This could be that. We need a B section. And then the rest of the week, you know, Russ is in his studio working out B sections for rhythms. And I'm at my little camp on a piano trying to figure out, you know, different ways to go with it. Then we get back together next week and we each have all this new stuff, but it's all focused. I see. So the, like we you're creating at. the skeleton when you're together and then you guys go home and kind of fill in the parts later on and exactly. come back to create the person or the, the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty accurate. That's a beautiful way to, that's great. Like let's come with these funky, fresh ideas. <laughs> let's do it, kill it, go back home to our own little corners and then let's flesh it out at the end. It's a really great way, especially now, like what a innovative way to create, during this like time where we can't freely be together. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it yeah. works for us. That's for sure. Yeah. It works out good. I mean, we like, I'll record a beat, send it to Ray. And then matter of fact, we just like, we forgot about the piano one that you, you know, you just sent me. It's like, Whoa, we got to record that for the next oh, yeah, that, that Ollie <laughs> one. Yeah. 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 But some of the songs, like I remember this summer, my vision of this summer is like that song. One of the songs on the record, Ollie 88. I had to really, I, I kept you know, trimming it down and with the drums and trying different things. And so it was a lot of like homework too, you know, and I've always done that with other bands. We'd have a rehearsal space in Boston and then wait, I wake up the next day, my little cassette and trying to make it better or go right back to the beginning the way it was or something, you know? Yeah. It seems like at this stage of the game of 2020, 2021 reality that at least for me, like I've started being able to find the silver linings in all the bullshit that's gone down. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm -hmm. there's certain personal things like being just being able to spend more time with my family and not being so busy and hurried and being able to pay more attention to my health and, and things like that, that I've been able to find through all of this. Is there, is there any like silver linings that you found Ray during this time that, that you could pull out of it? Oh yeah. I, I think I would probably agree with what you just said. I mean, like, it's funny where I was just doing the, I was talking to Russ this morning where I was doing the taxes for the corporate taxes for the, our business. So was, fun. <laughs> no, but this year it was, it was like, cause there wasn't anything. Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, man, that's, you know, we had like, I don't know, four or five gigs that were something at the beginning yeah. of the year. And, and I was just like, wow, we've just been, been home all this time. And, uh, it, but I've really, I've enjoyed it. I mean, we, we, we came up with this record. There's, we've been doing these, these things still getting together and it's okay. It's like a little, it's like a little pause button. Yeah, man. That's cool. I, That's I, cool to hear because I think a lot of times, um, and I will say this, most of the musicians that we've interviewed, 
you know, last year and up till this year have had a super positive outlook on what this time has brought them. A lot more clarity, a lot more creativity and adaptability, like the, the uh, ability to pivot from, you know, the traditional, okay, we're going on tour, we're going to do this. And it, it seems as if it was a much needed like rest and respite for the industry and, and everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep positive. I mean, that's, I mean, fortunately some people, you know, whatever, just keep it, keeping the positive attitude really helps. Yes. I mm-hmm. just looked at it like I was a young kid again. Now I'm just going to, all the stuff I haven't had a chance to practice because I've always got something pending that I just, yeah. bam, I just get back. <laughs> oh yeah. This, 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 this section of that song always kind of wasn't whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, but so Russ, is that a normal tendency for you to be on that positive side? Yeah, that's. I think that's why the only reason I'm still doing this. Right on, <laughs> right on. <laughs> it's because a- if you don't, manic, if you start thinking about it, it'd be like ah, yeah, you know, no, but, you nosedive. Yeah, but you, but it's the need, it's the positive, and it's gotten me a lot further being positive or you know whatever i don't know it's the love for it you know i've been doing this long you know long time even when i was a kid i was thinking about the other day i go up in my room even before i wasn't even practicing i just go up there and play and just enjoy it and then that's i've been even trying to do that more because something's always pending you know i like i get a fair amount of recordings with other people and you always kind of want to show up prepared you know right sounds like you are accustomed to using your time wisely <laughs> yes you do you really do especially having children too yes you know like you got my daughter's older now but okay i gotta pick her up at school at three o'clock so you get your butt up and you practice till it's time to go you know three o'clock comes quick yeah, yeah. And that's that's true man it's mel and i have two kids and like my friends that aren't parents there's a difference in your way that you manage your life for sure it it i mean if you're a good parent that is it forces you to to really learn how to take care of things other than yourself and and in a timely fashion yeah and (laughs) i can imagine being a musician that's like only adds a superpower to your arsenal because now you you have to focus when you can focus yeah, I mean, even I was a bartender for years too. So I wake up, practice all you know day, pick up my daughter at school, then go bartend in the morning. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right, <laughs> man? Happen, totally. You know? yep. Ray, what were you doing before you started playing music? I I think I heard that you were a milkman. Is that true? <laughs> uh, I I when did I start playing music? I don't know. Probably, uh, I think my first paid gig. I think I was. I don't know, 17 or something. Oh, okay. Some, some little barn or uh, bar thing. Um, I think I made 20 bucks or something. I was like, ah. <laughs> At 17? But, yeah, something like that. And no, but so since I was a teenager, I've always been doing it. But I did milk cows for 10 years. I went to school. And when I got out, I decided I was going to be in this band uh, with a uh, some friends that I've met over the years. And that was the first like real band. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we were going to travel, we we're going to make this music and it was great. And so I had to get a job where I could just, you know, that wasn't a big deal. Right. And it turned out to be milking cows. <laughs> <laughs> and it that's, worked out great. That's called hands-on work. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I get we do a lot of local gigs, you know, in Vermont, and I drive, you know, finish the gig and get in the in the in the truck and just drive to work and then work till ten in the morning milking cows and then, then go to sleep. It's perfect. That's cool, man. I, I can't imagine doing it doing it now. It would kill me. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's called being older and wiser, man. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> if there's any life <laughs> lessons that you learned along that way, milking cows. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that true? Um well, get man. a different job. That's <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> no, was, was this like you're like hand milking cows or with the machines or? Uh, with the, it was you know like a pretty big dairy. It was, it okay, was okay. Machines, but you also have to milk some by hand, and it was you know I was a kid. I loved it, man. Vermont, it it was great. You know, you're, you're up up in the middle of the night in the summer. In the winter, it was a little rough, but in the summer, and you're doing all this vet work. You know, you're calving and. Oh, that's trying cool. to help these animals is mm-hmm. it was intense it was great that's cool man so what was the what was the attraction for you to the hammond and the piano like what what was the draw for you well i've always played piano um and i always loved the instrument but as you know they're very hard to carry around mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> sort of half a joke but and then they started coming out with digital pianos but it's just not it's not the same right now and and then I heard the, for the first time, um, John Medeski mm. and some of those guys stuff. And I was like, whoa, okay. There's, I love that sound, you know, like, cause it was constantly changing. Like, like how I hear a piano, you know, depending on how you play it, you can get all these different sounds out of it. It's like right. a real organic sound. And I heard that and I was like, oh, okay. So I found it, you know, cheap little Hammond and figured out how it worked. And through, you know, people that I met along the way, figured out how, you know what i needed to do to get proficient at it and just kept doing it and that now that's the instrument that i play on the road man it's such a unique thing that instrument is a star all by itself just sitting on the stage that thing yeah. has a presence and a a weight pardon the pun to it yeah and, no yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. and just seeing somebody that's able to pull the sounds out of it the way that you do from a fan's perspective it's like watching a wizard do magic yeah it it is like kind of a magical instrument i would agree it's funny because it's just it's this inanimate thing and you're just pressing buttons and it's just it's i love it it's cool you're a hell of a button pusher to me it's one of the (laughs) to to me it's one of the happiest instruments there is like your guys's stuff when it comes on in the house no matter where if one of us is on the patio we all end up there when you guys are playing with with the bay and it it just it's so happy when you hear the before and everything and then you throw in russ's beats and you get that butt I mean, it's always like a dance party whenever mm-hmm. your guys' stuff comes oh, on our thank playlists you, or anything. Or it's just like groove time. I'll hang out as family and, and just dig it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, that's so cool. Pardon me for not knowing this, but what came first? Did did Tab come first or you two playing together come first? Oh, Tab. Oh, that, uh, yeah, Tab, that's, definitely. So that's, yeah, how, you, that's how you yeah. kind of met each other is through that. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. I remember the day you were down and we were, the barn was being worked on. We went down to Trey's cellar and I, I went down and like, Hey, it's, this is Ray. I'm like, I had met you one time. We did a festival together with Viper house. And uh, when I was playing with Gordon stone in Maine or something, but yeah. Yeah. That's, 
that's amazing to see like so tab is its own universe that that band is well obviously one of our favorites but to see that you guys can just get together i i think the thing that blows my mind the most and I, i said this to russ when we talked the first time i had never seen a a duo do what you guys do it was my first like entry into that i had never seen anything like that before and it was really kind of um musically jarring and exciting to see that you know you don't need the rest of the accoutrements and accessories that you can just strip it down <laughs> like that and uh i'm wondering for you guys like when you go on the road with tab and you've played all these shows in different cities and stuff, and then you get together as a duo, is it a hard shift to like switch gears? Are you like, are your ears listening for that other stuff? No, I actually, that's no, a good no, question. Because so. yeah. we're so ingrained to a, our, what we have as a unit that I never, you know, either side is a, it's a cool change, you know, and we go, yeah, from, they're, they're yeah, I, I, I'm just agreeing with you. That yeah. they're, they're very different kinds of, very different sonic things to, to me, anyways. Yeah, it's a it's a very different sonic thing to to the listener too, man. And is it is it a stretch for you, Ray, to to carry the parts like that? I mean, or because I'm not a musician, obviously. So like, you're carrying the the bass line, you're carrying the melody and the rhythm and all of it with this right here that's it yeah so it seems like that would be just like out there it's it it took a while to kind of figure out what worked and what didn't um and still i'm still working on things you know both, both of us are right but it uh oh, i forget what i was gonna say it because a person only has two hands it automatically puts a limitation on certain kinds of dynamic sort of things like and it it's really a, for me it was a really good thing um it's like you have to you you have to be focused and in a in a way that's it, it i don't know it's it's kind of hard to explain but what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. You can only play so many sounds at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, a diff- it, it's a different kind of like recipe sort of. I, I, I'm not sure how to. No, that, really that, that makes sense. And it seems like that what you said is exactly how it would be. It would be. Well, until you get certain wizard, you're asking him, you know, about his wizardry. A wizard can't like, share all it. He's having a hard time putting it into words. Like, like, like well, it first, just yeah. happens, man. First, you find a green stone. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. There's one right over there on the table. And you have to make a special soup. <laughs> Don't ask no, me anymore. Get, oh. yeah. Figure out the one rest of the things of I was going to say, though, was 
Um, because of that, you know, I will stop playing the bass line and just as like an automatic thing because to go do something else. And it brings something to the music because when you, you know, having a bass player say, stop playing is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, can you like, stop doing that? Drop out. <laughs> drop out because it's so cool when it comes back in. Like, it's okay. And, you know, it, it's just been a learning thing. So there's a lot of that. It's like, it's okay if stuff stops. Like, mm. you know, it's okay. Well, that tension and release is the thing that a lot of the time that we yeah. as fans are responding to is that when something drops out and then you bring it back in, that's the time when like my feet go into overdrive is, is yeah, in those moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, Playing the silence. Totally. The, yep. I think I heard Garcia say that he wanted to play the space between the notes. Yep. Yeah. And, that's, and that's, oh, that's, that's a, that's a big one. Well, that's, and that's a bass player mantra right there. It's like, it's all about the note and what's in between the next note. That's, that's a concept that's like blows my mind is to have, have two people in the same room that are doing their own thing. And it comes together in a way that rhythmically sonically moves other people. That's nuts to me. That's like the, the, why I've been chasing the sound for 30 years running from concert to concert is because of that thing, you know, that's music. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's magic. It really is magic. It's yeah. It it feels like that more. We know what were you, what were you saying? No, you didn't look at easy enough as a musician. You're looking for that new band or that new sound or, I mean, it's easier now, but my friend, good friend of mine, and I would always have our pens and paper ready. We'd listen to these like college radio stations when we were kids, or it's like, what was that? Ah. Or your roommate come home with this. I just discovered I was at the record store and they played this, and <laughs> you end up being, you know, just obsessive. Your new that, favorite you know? thing, yeah, man. Yeah, and and it moves you so much too. It's like, whoa, I'm still looking for that constantly. Something that catches your ear, you know. Yeah. Sorry. This no. No, that's not. Don't be sorry. That's fantastic. That you're right. I think we all feel that way. Whether we're like you guys are are playing and bringing that, or whoever's going to see it and receive it, and be a part of it in their way. You know, Um, we all want to enjoy whatever that magic quote unquote thing is that spark of creativity or the discipline of it or whatever whatever comes out. We all enjoy it we all need it we all want it and what you were saying too is it seems like now at least for us in this house there's more of appreciation for the chance to have it i i think i took it for granted that shows were a thing and new music was a thing and talking to you guys was a thing and and that it's have, always going to be there. Yeah, and then we having talk about that, like it, it was always there. There was the next festival we were plan, like you guys planning your year out, <laughs> like the beginning. Yeah. You're planning things for the end of the year and have things set in stone, and to not have that for this last year is really made us like yeah. go inside of ourselves and kind of clean house and and get ready. Now, and now we keep talking about that when things get ready to uh, blow up. It's it it's uh, very very looking forward to it and it's also kind of scary at the same time like how is this yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. what's yes. going to happen uh like we just 
I just went, this is a silly thing, but South Park just had a recent episode that came out and it shows like after everybody gets vaccinated. Oh, shit. It shows the festivals <laughs> and like cl- everybody's oh. just going ape shit. They're naked. They're running around throwing <laughs> stuff. You know, it, it's just when things take off, it's going to be everybody's so ready to go. The musicians, the fans, it's just going to yeah. be such a party. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine who was saying uh, that everyone he talks to that's, you know, they're musicians and they're, they're all saying it's going to be like the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Like when this is over, it's like, and all I could think of was like, well, what happened after the Roaring Twenties? Yeah, no shit. Well, the, yeah, after the, the Great Roar- Depression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, we were talking about that the other day at work, me and my buddy, because there's the Spanish flu, and then the Roaring Twenties happened, and then there was Prohibition. They had to, like, lock liquor down because everybody just got too crazy, you know. It, it's going to be a trip to see what happens, but it's definitely going to be fun. we got to be careful, though. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. it's given me careful, a, fun. a new appreciation yes. for, for all of it, and and... I see it different now. I I mean, I understood that it was like essential for you guys to play and for us to be there, but I see it completely different now. It's, it's a whole different thing. And I, and I wonder if, if through this you you feel different about playing or, or if it's kind of just more intense. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I'll, yeah. Get back to I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, man. Once you start playing yeah, again. <laughs> Is it a hard pivot for you guys to be putting out an album right now? Like, because normally you would be doing a tour to support it and playing shows and doing all that. Is there is there anything that you're doing to support the release of this other than talking to us or? Uh, yeah, doing whatever whatever we can. Um, hopefully music is going to come back this summer and that's when we'll do the do album the release you yeah. know it's just sort of up to mother nature and the whoever is going to figure all this out which is us <laughs> so, dang you guys yeah. have even you know just talking to you your groove is fantastic this way as well like between you russ and ray your positivity and just like you well i don't know yeah let's see what, what goes on like that right there does get transferred into your music mm. i want you to know that ease and that neutrality Comfort. um but with style and creativity and so it answers one of my questions is just like you know you guys are just having fun being creative doing your thing but your personality does come out in it whether you cool. know it or not and just by talking to you guys i feel that like that, the that, friendship, yeah, like yeah the friendship, yeah. the ease, the comfort, the all right, well, Hakuna Matata. That's what it feels like, <laughs> you know. No worries, right. it's all good, yeah. you know. And yeah, we need that right now. I need that right now. <laughs> Just the yeah. reminder, yeah. and you know, I'm a, you know, what they've classified as an essential worker. I've been working through the entire pandemic. I didn't have one break. It's been you know nonstop. So I've have a different perspective, you know, and. I never realized for myself, um, because I'm, you know, working all the time like that, that those concerts and those, um, ability to get to see other people's creativity was, um, a, a outlet for me that I didn't, I, of course I knew that I had it, but I didn't realize what it did for me. Mm. You know, I didn't realize oh, all yeah. of the yep. things that it, 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 um, it helped me to relieve or alleviate. And so for you guys, and you can answer this, um, each like, 
what do you, is there something that you didn't realize that performing or traveling or, or the way that your, your quote unquote jobs were before provided that you didn't realize till now, you know, till it was taken away? We made it. We We, made it set break. I always like a good set break. It's, it's a good thing to, to be in a set break. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look around, take in your landscape, and uh, yeah. associate with others, and, and relax. Yeah, and if you really want to relax, you I know do. What? I re- well, you could go, go on over to Define Premium Cannabis. What? If you're up here in the Portland area where we are at, we have two. Or this is our sponsor. I'm saying we have because it's where I work. <laughs> we have two locations: one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove, to serve your needs. Uh, we are also a growing company. We now have our own farm processing Congratulations. facility. Yeah, I have not fantastic. mentioned that very much on here. Uh, so we got you covered. Uh, you come on out. You visit us. It is a tricky landscape, the cannabis industry. New things all the time. Oh, yeah. So many products, so many things to know about. And we will help you find out what you need tailored to your ailment or you whatever know. it be. You know, if, if you're like one of those people that gets anxious when you go into a dispensary because there's so much in there, think about this, man. You listen to No Simple Road, you hear Apple every week. You can actually go into the Hillsboro location Monday through Friday. He will come out of the back dressed like Apple and he will help you find what you hey, need. I know I can pull that one off. Yeah. You made it easy on me he, this week. He will actually, like, you will know somebody in the dispensary and trust them. You know what I'm saying? You listen to him every week. Go in there. Have him hook you up. He's an expert with this stuff, man. And, you know, it's the best of the best because he's buying it. And then... And when you come in, you want to make sure to tell us you're a listener. You will get 10% off your purchase every time you come in and mention you're a listener. We'll get you a free t-shirt the first time you come in. We will get you feeling good and on your way. And then when you're on your way, speaking of t-shirts, you can go to shoptourbus.com. Ooh, why would I do that, babe? Because you're going to get yourself a new shirt because shows are starting up again. Yay! And you don't want to walk into that first or second or even third show. No, I want to represent. Wearing the same shit you wore last year. You want to have some new fresh duds. I sure do. So you want some Grateful Dead inspired merchandise, the best of the best on the internet, go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Check out what they're up to and they are going to give you free shipping. If you put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out, your shirt's going to come to you in a hand-designed, one-of-a-kind box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. It's going to have all kinds of extras and some lucky few of you will even receive a, a Grateful bootleg. Dead bootleg cassette on the inside of that box. So, Which is so cool. Yeah, go check out what they're up to, man. This stuff is not your run-of-the-mill Grateful Dead-inspired thing. This is something different. If you've heard me talk about it and have never done it, now's the time. Go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Put in the promo code No Simple Road when you're checking out. Do it. And get yourself one of these beautiful, intentionally done, lovingly made boxes. Yeah. And let's get back to the interview. I think set breaks. Yeah. yeah Here we go. I don't know. That's another good question. I, I know that if, if I don't, if I don't play music uh, somehow, somewhere, some way, I, I do go a little crazy. And mm. it, I just don't feel right. It, it's, it's a way for me to let something out. Um, that's I've found since I was young was very important. And so, but I'm still able to do that. Like it, it doesn't have to be in front of people. Sure. I just need to, you know, I can sit in my camp and play the piano and work on things and 
still feel that same it's different but the same kind of release somehow because it's such an an emotional thing music mm. i guess but absolutely yeah what about you russ yeah well for me I, I mean it was the same thing i was like okay we can't do this right now but i'm just gonna take advantage of this time downtime and be creative practice and then like luckily ray and i got to do this album so occupied my mind with a lot of yeah. that you know so yeah. it's like okay you know it's a lot of times too you're, you're if you're doing a record some rock bands that they'll take six months off and make a record or whatever so it's the same kind of thing okay. a little bit that like makes that. sense you know but yeah you, i mean I, oh we did I, that that christmas record too it's so cool yeah. <laughs> we did the christmas thing and so we yeah i mean it was a little weird once in a while. Like, what am I doing this week? <laughs> yeah. But my, my wife was happy. Maybe she was ready to get rid of me, but no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but I was around a lot, but, you know. We can't forget about Lamp either, man. Like, that's and a, I know, that too, bro. That's a whole <laughs> other ball of wax. That, I mean, that's a, we have a Sonos in our kitchen that is set to play in the morning when we're making coffee. And clips dog whenever that oh, comes yeah. on yeah. man yeah it's it's a groove party making coffee 6 30 in the morning in our kitchen so <laughs> Excellent. thank you for that man that right. that well, album is amazing welcome. is there is there more of that coming to us are we going to get more lamp in the future god i hope so De- i mean definitely once, yes. once this stuff is figured out for sure we're all we all want to do it so okay yeah. you, you know something i always wondered and I, it, it's a question that I haven't asked anybody before. And I think of it sometimes after we're done and I'm like, fuck, I should ask that. But you know, like listening to music, there's those moments that I get like overwhelmed with emotion in like, it happens a lot listening to audience recordings of like old fish shows or old dead shows that I went to. And I'll remember the moment and like, tears just come to your eyes for no reason or the hair stands up on your arms and you're like, Whoa, does that ever happen to you while you're playing? Do you ever oh, yes. get that rush of emotion like that? Definitely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's without so cool. Yeah. That's without. so fucking cool. That's, that's I mean, when, when it's it, all. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Russ. No, no, it's yeah. So it, it, you know, it was this one guy, this drummer I know in my neighborhood. He would say, like, it don't happen every night, but when it does, you know, he's <laughs> like this crazy yeah. character. But it's true. It's just, whoa. It just, some of those beacon jams are like that. It was mm. just like, it was just, whoa. It just, you know, yeah. I, and I'm constantly searching for that as a listener, too. Or, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, what did we, we, my daughter and I were, we were all together at the, that, at Louisville, Kentucky. We played in uh, that band, uh, What's you know, I can't remember the name of the band, but it was like a really emotional song. We're both looking at each other like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best that's moments. That's, what, that's one of the biggest rewards in music, I believe, as a listener yes. and a player is that. I mean, because you can't make that happen. You can't pay for that Mm-mm. or anything. It's just yeah. something that happened. And when it does, like, you know, like we were talking earlier about discovering new music, a new band, when something makes your hair stand up or pay attention, there's yeah. nothing like that reward. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's so true growing up my good friend guitar player we hung out and we we wouldn't be talking about the guy that was oh, that was an amazing lick or chops it was more about that feeling mm. about finding that music had that feeling and quincy jones talked about that it was like wasn't about the 
against you about the how hard the lick was. It was about to give me some goosebumps, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, man. That, that he said, you know, because sometimes I, music can get a little, little over technical or ch- or forced. I call it, you know. And I'm going in the opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does what does Sarah say? It's like at the end of the show, there's so many, he played so many notes, they had to sweep them up. <laughs> they covered the stage. <laughs> Nobody could walk. He's an animal. That guy is amazing. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. a beautiful man. Yeah. Beautiful he's man. crazy, man. I, we did, we both had this drum clinic together. We are teaching and whatever. There's a bunch of drummers and they had like a, every night they have a drum concert. And I remember he's just so, Oh, my brother, the chops, man. And like, I, I knew I was hanging around the right guy. Cause sometimes you'd be like, Oh man, the kids had the fist up in the air. Like with the, you know, they're, oh, but they're not going to like me. <laughs> hey man, we all got our, we all got our superpowers. We all have our tools. Man. Yeah. I just give them a shuffle or something, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but Ray, I, I got to ask you a question, man. And, uh, give you a little backstory before I do. Um, all right, shoot. In uh, 2016, we all moved together from um, Las Vegas to Portland. And uh, I had had hepatitis C for 20 years when we moved up here. And uh, when we very first got up here, the job that I got offered to pay for my treatment. And I got, oh, cool. I got cured of hepatitis C, which was like, gave me a new lease on life. I lost like a hundred pounds. I felt different. This show started all this beautiful stuff came out of it. Yeah. And in 2018 you had that brain tumor and I'm just wondering, you know, if coming through that did anything spiritually for you, if it, if it took you anywhere, Cause I know that oh. for me, man, I'm, I'm emotional talking about it. it. It brought me to a completely different place in my life, man. And, um, we were all worried about you. So I'm just curious how, how it, it, yeah, it was a, it was a lost year for sure. Um, I, I think one of the main things it did for me and it was all because of, you know, my friends and family and all these, all these people just like, and people I didn't even know, you know, like supporting and helping and putting out these good vibes. It was so, I still get kind of teared up, like even talking about it because the whole, I don't know, the, uh, the spiritual vibe or something that was coming at me was, it was almost palpable. Like it was like, I could almost touch it. It was really beautiful and powerful. And you know, thank God, like I'm fine now. It all worked out. It, it could have gone the other way, but it didn't. And I think the thing that I learned in that, you know, I can almost picture the moment. It was like three days after I knew what was going on and how bad it was. And my wife, Colleen, like she was talking about it too, the, uh, there's a Japanese word for it and I can't remember now, but it basically means complete uh, submission mm-hmm. to just letting everything go and putting it in the hands of others. And yeah. it's, 
I had never really like, I'm very, I'll take care of my own shit. Thank you very yeah. much kind of person. And most people are, I think mm-hmm. to some extent, but this was like absolute, there is nothing you can do on your own and just, and I just let it go. And it was the most liberating <laughs> feeling. That it was like, okay, I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid of what's going to happen. It's just like complete letting go. And now I'm back and I'm just as big an asshole as I was. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll admit it. No, 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 no. no. He uses that brain tumor excuse all the time. <laughs> all the time. I didn't learn Russ, that part. Russ, you got to drive. You got to drive. I got. I got. I used to have a brain tumor, man. But wait a minute, Ray. You said you said that you, you felt it almost like it was like palpable. Like, how was it coming at you that you felt it? Oh, just in. You know, like, like a good friend of mine who I, I've worked for, he's a builder, for, worked for him for a long time. And he was like one of the first persons who came to the hospital. And he was like, look, let me tell you something. His, his daughter, when she was a tiny baby, had all these strokes. It was terrible. He had that terrible time. She's fine now. And it's great. And it's beautiful. But he went through hell. And he said the one really beautiful spot in a situation like this is that even if you're in a hospital, even if you're on your deathbed, the love that is going to come at you and that is going to be, that is going to grow out of this among all the people that maybe don't even know each other is it's a real thing. And he was absolutely right. And I don't know how to explain it. And I hope none of you, you know, have to go through something like that. Or if you do, I hope that it's fine, but it, it just, I can't explain it. It, it just this, uh, it's just like almost a physical thing. It's yeah. just like waving through the air. It's, it's just very bizarre. I'd love to answer your question. No, I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of similar to like, you know, what we can't put our finger on when we get that goosebump moment, you know, like yeah. it's in the air, it's felt, but it's not local. And it's not, yeah. it doesn't have a container, you know, that's beautiful. I mean, if you think about human beings as a spiritual thing and we're all connected energetically to this <clears throat> web or whatever on the planet and connected through that we do feel each other i mean music is a perfect example of transmitting feeling through sound and if thousands of people are focused on you and sending you sending you vibes good vibes how could you not feel that is how i feel about that like of course yes of course you do because we're all it may all seem separate, but we're all part of the same thing and we're all in yeah, it together. Agree. We're in the ocean. Especially if we tune in, you know, like if we're all tuned into 98.5 and that's where you're, that's where you are. It's then a terrible that's- radio station in Vegas. It was no. the first thing, but no, like, like in the, what you were saying, right. babe, like if, if we are a web and we're all focused at this angle toward the web, then that web is going to, that angle is going to feel it. And that's 
I mean, we can't say what feeling is because again, it's not a, not a thing. It's exactly, <laughs> but but we know thing. we feel feelings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. I, I got to tell you, Ray. Like, I had never met you. I had only listened to you, you know, playing music, and um, I was worried about you, man. And I'm really glad you're okay. I'm glad yeah. you're still here making music and talking to us. And it's it's cool to see that that love and intention can help somebody make it through some shit. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really true. But when I started seeing people after, after it was all over, they would say, Oh man, it's so good to see you. And I could always say, not as good as it is for me to see you. Oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <Good> true. <laughs> so, um, When's the next tab show? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. They're working on it right now, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Well, we had a meeting with our booking guy yesterday, and he was like, you hear the news? I'm like, what? What's going on? He goes, because Biden, July 1st, he said everything's going to be good, you know? So we were like, you know, I wasn't really trying to think too much about it, but. I had a friend thinking about it. So you can't hide that smile that's coming from behind that mic right there, Russ. Russ, I got to tell you, man, yesterday, a friend of mine texted me and he was like, Biden said that, you know, by July 1st, everything's going to be cool. And there's this festival and and this show and that. And I was like, look, man, if I learned anything from 2020, (laughs) it's that that I don't know shit and anything can happen. So at this point, man, Let's just be happy that they're announcing stuff and move on with our day. I'm not getting too excited. So Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. I don't yeah, I don't want to get my feelings yeah, crushed. Yeah, take what we can get, which is an awesome album that you guys have brought out and are about to bring out and thanks for doing that. I mean, it's just what you normally would do. It's your normal creative path, but thanks for honoring that because it's blessing so many people and and jamming, you know, like it's always great to see people's craft, but then when you can groove to someone's craft, it mm-hmm. takes it to a whole new yeah. level. So thanks for us again. And you know, you. I don't yeah. know where Ray did, went, but did we lose Ray. Ray? yeah, we I lost, we Ray. It's, lost cool. Ray. it's all right. You know what though, yeah. man, it, when we talk to musicians, Russ, it, normally it's like, they're from one band that we love. You're from like uh-huh. three yeah yeah oh, <laughs> I, I, at this point I'm you're from lucky. yourself yeah. russ you're just a standalone awesome musician period with or without anyone else around and that's incredible right there you know like thank, thank you, you for that like uh, f- truly because i you know i had this morning this was like a small thing that happened but we just put out an episode and one of our listeners um personally texted me because i shared something on the beginning of that show that he was also going through and you know like you just said you you put out your music and you're enjoying it you're having a good time you and to somebody come back to you and be like hey that was amazing specifically or you know something to your 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 playing or your showmanship it does something and so just you know from me from us like what you do personally even with all the great musicians around you, what you're putting out personally is inspiring and so helpful and so meaningful and needed through this time before this time and on down the line. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate that because, you know, to stay in this business and it's hot, it's really hard, you know, and it's, 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 you know, whatever 
<clears throat> you got to keep pushing for you know forward and and people like you you guys appreciate it you know whatever it it's inspiring you know yeah well, it's no mutual. all the way around yeah. i think that that's that's the point is like <laughs> yeah what you're exactly. doing is helping us do what we are doing to help people what they're doing you know what i mean and so i guess i just never um on a personal note never realized the gravity of just doing your art, just doing your craft, just kind of following your dream, how that is such a, like leaves like stardust, you know, kind of in, in, in behind your heels for other people to pick up on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It means a lot. It does. To to us too, Russ, for real. Like I I just wanted to convey that because here you are a second time coming on the show and (laughs) we could talk about something completely different than we did last time. And it's still just as powerful and relevant, you know? Yeah. And, and seriously, like what I said at the beginning of the, of our talk is, is real, man. Like that, the beacon shows were a beacon. It was, it was a thing. And, and, you know, I, please convey that to the rest of the, the guys when you see them from us, man, that in this corner of the planet, in this little dot in the multiverse made a huge impact. And it helped us, it helped us get through some bullshit. So thanks. Yeah. That was the intention that Trey uh, Trey originally had. And he was so excited that people are feeling that way. Even like the people who worked there were able to come back and work. Yeah, man. Everybody was like, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it was like, I remember that day. It's like the last we played in New York and then we had one more gig and that was it. Something we, we had, and we we had like one of our, our last two New York shows have been really good. And to me, it's like, you know, if if, it, if, it, if you're getting people out in New York, it, something's going right. You know? <laughs> I felt like, you know, or whatever, you know, I mean, I'm like very, I felt like, yeah, some success, you know, whatever, that little success. I remember like, it was a beautiful night and we just unloaded now just like, yeah, man, that was, yeah. That was good stuff. Like we had four people, you know, it's not about how many people, but it is, you know. No, no I is. hear you, man. Moving forward, you know, you put your time in, put in a long day, you know, and, and, it's, and it's all worth it. And it's great. It's all worth yeah. it. Well, I'll tell you what, man, when, when, uh, when it's safe and we finally get to hang out, I'm, I got a big hug for you. So thank you. Socially distanced too, hug. Man. Yeah. yeah. Can't <laughs> wait to hug I don't, I appreciate you guys, you know, you know, uh, look, we got your back on this corner, Russ. So <laughs> yeah, right. I, just so that, you know, <laughs> we you. have your back, you know, like if we're in the corner of the ring, every time you come back, it's we're, we're here for you. You know, we're going to wipe the brow. We're going to give you a drink. We're going to cheer you on. <laughs> All right, yeah, we got, we got Ray, Ray back. back. Ray, that's cool. Ray, right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. It's cool, that's man. All right, man. We were just wrapping up with thing. Russ and, and showing him some love and just saying thank you for what you guys do, man. And look, just by and I said this to Russ a little bit, but just by following your own path and and playing your best and and making yourself happy by expressing your emotion you're blessing everybody else and for that i just want to thank you from us personally because you know you may know that you may hear that but it never hurts to hear it again and to really know that what you did especially during a time where a lot of new stuff wasn't coming out you guys were diligent and did that it's it's a special thing to us. to be to us and and to to be witness to yeah. so thank you for that oh yeah absolutely thank you for saying that yeah, yeah you're you're a part of the soundtracks of our lives now yeah. we absolutely love it man it 
I, I was going to add. I think you. I think you answered this earlier. You don't have a release date right now for the new. For did for you say me, April? For Mimi, Mimi, Mimi likes dig, it. Mimi digs it. We're we're hoping that. Um, I think we were. I forget Russ now, but it's. It looks like it's probably going to be beginning of April. Be my guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got like yeah, we got like a two tier because we're doing vinyl, and it's unbelievable. Vinyl takes like three months to get made you know now what it's so they're so yeah you wouldn't believe it and i like and i kind of poked around like i'll, I'll go talk to somebody else I'm like oh yeah i can have it to you by june uh, 15th i'm like wow Whoa. so it's it's a vinyls back in the in the mix whereas years ago they were giving it away you Do, know are you doing any like cool colored vinyl or any fun fun I stuff we, i think we might yeah just we're in the, we're in the standard, process of that you know. yeah but i think we're gonna go uh classy black yeah <laughs> you guys are classy I gotta, I gotta tell you yeah classy. there's class over here in this yeah. corner yeah well we, we got we the cool always... cover in uh and yeah it's it's pretty exciting i mean i mean Heck i remember yeah. when the transition to cds and nobody was you know i i, I used to go to this little place and call the record exchange and i remember even like five years ago like guys how, how you doing how's business i'm getting kind of nervous because i love you guys and we're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> like the place is stacked. You know, you go there now, you can't move. It's like, right on. It was so a trip cool. when everything went from album to CD because buying an album, when I was a kid in the 70s, buying an album was an event. Like, yeah. You oh, got yeah. like a ritual. You got the liner notes and, and you got to read all the cool stuff that was in there. It was artwork. Sometimes there was booklets and the... I mean, and then that just all went yeah, hanging on your wall like a piece of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I bought like albums of, just because of the cover. I used to do a thing, one album a week when I was a kid. I just took a chance, you know. I, I The album that stands out in my mind when you say that, I was a kid. I had never listened to him. I bought the Blue Oyster Cult album because of the album because cover. The I had no idea who they were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time, and uh, thanks for thanks for, for blessing us with what you do. Yeah. And, um, and we will definitely when we when you guys do have a release date set, as always, Aaron's great at that blasting it out there and getting people to listen. And we can't wait yeah. to hear new music from you guys. Can't wait. Right. Yeah, it's thank coming you so much. Cool, yeah, man. it's coming, man. We're, we're so excited. Be safe we'll out there, you guys. We'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Thank All right. You. Thank you. Take care. Thank you so right. much. Yes. Bye. Wow. Aw. <sighs> That's some cool cats, man. That was yeah. rad. Very cool, cool cats. Cat. Yeah, I... You can, like, see the connection that they have, those two guys. And, and they... Yeah, the camaraderie. They hang it's out. It's almost like they could have like, been in, in the other room. That's what I was going to say. They, <laughs> yeah. hang, they hang out the way they play together. Yeah. Or yeah. do they play the way they hang out together? To me, this, this is the... the at least where it sticks out most in my mind, where the people that are playing together, like their um, the interplay between them is just like their music. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't always notice that. I'm not saying it never happens. I just don't always notice it, but it's really apparent between With guys like yeah, that. Yeah. And with Russ and Ray, it, it dawned on me at the end, like I said, three bands that like, each mm -hmm. one is its own unique home run. Yeah. And that's, it's, I mean, talk to our, our son-in-law. It's hard to make yeah. it in the music business. 
Yes, it's, it is. It's tough. There's man. a lot that is going against you in the music business. Yeah. You know, because if it was, if the music business was just playing your instrument good, then I think that there'd be lots it'd be of way different mm-hmm. than it, than it looks right now, but it's not, you ha- there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes into it. You know, we we're just talking to Adam about making that new music video. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. The concept, the working with other artists, you know, um, ideas like, and then it's the music, you know, like making what well, I'm talking about, making a video, mm-hmm. But these guys, they're just creating and it, I feel like their attitudes are really kind of like pushing forward everything that they're doing. Well, I, so like I was saying, you know, to hit one home run in the music business is, is a big deal to do it three times, (laughs) you know, that's, that's a different story altogether. And then I don't know. maybe and this is a wrong wrong thinking in my head but like those guys aren't just getting started no they they are no. established known musicians it's it, there there's another level there they're on another level of like communication and yes understanding yeah. listening the, the i think at that level of musicianship it becomes more, um, more of a spiritual thing, even if you don't see it like that, because it's not as much about chops at that point. You have muscle memory. Yeah, it's it's like not a profession; it's life. I think of like I, it's not. Yeah, it, it just, I kind of equate it to being a parent and then being a grandparent. Like we are not we don't we don't take care of little kids and i remember when we had little kids like we were scared of certain like if they fell we got so scared or if they were being naughty you know like oh my god you know this the, how how do we calm them down or yeah. but as a grandparent it's oh we see oh they're just being a little punk they're tired or when when you're young you don't know that they're tired you don't you're learning this you're learning language it as you get older and you're taking care of people, you learn it. And so with them, they've learned their instrument. They've learned other musicians. They've learned the business. So I would imagine that it's easier to create when you're not trying to learn everything. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. New kinds of creation can come out because you're not boggled down by learning a new thing. And it's not to take away from learning because even Ray said, he's like, I'm still learning, you know, like, so they're still learning, but you kind of take it for granted all the things that you already have learned well, that's that what, you don't well, got to bring with you right now. Like when he said that, like when you asked that question, he was like, when you go into, when you go into it with a mindset of how you're going to play it, that's exactly how it's going to come out. Yeah. If you go into it just blind and Jump lame, the then fall. that's when those moments that the happy Very accidents true. and that happen. Yeah. And being, that's what I was saying about the muscle memory. Like it's, it's not, you're not building it in you. That thing is in you a hundred percent. And now you're like Apple said, you're living the thing that's happening through you instead of you doing it. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. We're all saying yeah. in just so different ways. Yeah, roundabout. Yeah, which is, roundabout I mean, way. that's what's oh. cool. But that's that's what music is. They're saying the same things in different ways. Because there's only so many notes you can play. I don't know. Ciro said they were all over the floor. Yeah, but, the but see, they're still collected on the ground, you know? <laughs> there's only so well, many notes. There's only so many. I mean, well, no, I think sounds are different than notes. You can make an I infinite wanna, amount of sounds. I want to talk to Ciro. Well, then you make different sounds like, like Aaron pointed out. It's like that's that's not often that happens is like, you know, we just talk to somebody from three of our favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And the, with each of those conglomerations, it's a completely different thing that comes out. Well, of yeah. That, and and, and they create together. It's and, don't and forget Ray is in, is in two or three. Yeah. Never mind. I take it all back. Yeah. There's all three. three. Wow. Three. Trey. Trey. They're in Trey. Trey, Trey bands. <laughs> and it's uh three thirteen. <laughs> three thirteen with three bands. So what have we learned today? We learned jump off the cliff, you might smash into the ground, but you could also fly. We yeah. learned that you can create something fucking magical if you just give it two one to two times a week. And when you're down, when you feel you're down and out, that the love is gonna surround you if you're open to it. With Ray talking Aww, about what happened with that's him. True that too. was amazing to hear him get out and yeah. convey to us with you know, that's not something that's easy to And use uh, your time convey. wisely. That's another thing. Wash your hands. Yeah. We didn't learn that from this. We've learned it from everything else, but not from this. It, we learned that chickens can be really cool critic, good critics. Yeah, some of them don't like. Yeah, some of them don't like so it, long. but the road dog or road chickens hang in there. We don't know we'll if he help, was. Help you, I like uh, that. We don't know if he was deaf or what. <laughs> it could have been deaf, but it, maybe we maybe dug it. That you got to do what you got to do. Boom. <laughs> Well, we're going to leave you with that. You got to do what you got to do, guys. Do it. Gals. Go do it. You know what? Sometimes you got to sit through the shit and then you get to have a party afterwards. I don't know. That's most of the time. You got to like eat the food you don't want. Then you can have dessert. You got to go to school. Then you can go to the party later. You got to go to work. Then you can get your check. You always have to do the bum stuff first and then Eh, bullshit i don't like that That, that's a that's one of those like parent life things it's like no you gotta have foreplay (laughs) before you get to the main course you can't you 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 don't have to but it's better have your pudding if you don't eat your meat that's exactly thank you apple (laughs) stole took the words out of my mouth damn it (laughs) all right next week guess what we have more stuff and things and we're gonna be back and then, and then you're going to listen. We're going to give you some fun stuff and again. And we're going to be happy. And then yep. no simple road. Spread some stuff. sunshine love. So take care of each Thanks, other. Thanks, Russ and Ray, for a super fun Saturday morning <gasps> hangout sesh. Yeah, man. Yeah, everybody be kind. Love one Health another. Health and love and prosperity and success and creativity to all. Safety third. Wash your hands. Hydrate. Don't take candy from strangers. Stop. Last word. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. 
The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I feel like this is Get down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The Wrath of the Buzzard. P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.